0: Get your smoke on. I get your chill on. Let's get these conversations on. Crawling on moms and anybody who's living life. The Pop Moms podcast is here, talking all things cannabis with a mama twist, like a freshly rolled hemp joint infused with a bit of that, a bit of this. It's all part of the experience of life. Thanks for tuning in. You ready to begin? Then welcome to the PMP. The Pop moms podcast the pop moms podcast
1: it's on the pop moms podcast it's the pop moms podcast oh it's on hi this is kate your host of your new favorite podcast the pop moms podcast we have an action-packed episode in store for you today we're going to call it Paul versus the Volcano. Mm. Doo, doo, doo. So, as you might have heard in the first intro episode, my editing skills, with a Z, are a little rough. I realized early in on this passion project that if I am going to do this right, I would have to do one of the things that I like least. Asking for help. Help me. Can somebody give me a Send hand? Me. A- I'm dry. I need a hand, please. So why is it so hard to ask for help? Do you have a hard time asking for help,
0: Paul? Uh, yes, I do sometimes.
1: Sometimes do. or all the time? Like, is it your default or do you like?
0: All right, that's a good question because if I'm being honest, I think I probably have more of a difficult time asking for help than I truly uh, would be willing to admit.
1: Yes, I think you're <laughs> like a lot of us. So people, specifically moms, seem to have a hard time asking for help. We take pride in being, to get, being able to get ourselves, our kids, our husbands, our community, and everywhere in between in order. And when things fall out of order, we take that failure as our fault. Mm. Instead of accepting the notion that we can't do everything. <laughs> so, when I began to pursue this passion project to help debunk the myth that parents who smoke pot are lazy or unmotivated... I realized that I had an opportunity to leverage the talent of those around me. Yes. So what you will hear next is a clip between me and an OG pop mom talking about the best way to ask Paul to be the producer of this podcast. Paul and I have known each other for 13 years. We worked together at a Caribbean restaurant in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where we met our respective significant others and luckily remained friends through multiple moves. One thing to know about Paul is that he's super talented, Thank super you. funny, Thank you. and he sweats in the shape of a heart.
0: That
1: is also true. <laughs> it's something you have to see, and I feel like it's the perfect example that I can think of to describe him in a visual. Anyway, listen up and hear my thoughts on how I asked Paul to be my producer. Pop Moms Rule. Hello, and thank you for joining. This is the first episode of the Pop Moms podcast. I'm your host, and I'm here with my friend, Beep. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me here. We can't disclose my guest's name today because she works for the government, and the government hasn't caught up to how woke us Pop moms are. So unfortunately, we aren't going to be able to tell you who she is, but she's got street cred, you can take it from me. Um, So we were talking today about how we are going to ask our friend to be the producer of this show. Um, So his name's Paul, he's a producer of our show, and he's a really cool guy. Um, So the two different ways that I was thinking of doing it is either this way, with them showing him this recording, or to go ahead and do a recording tonight, like a fake one, where I'm like, and I want to introduce to you the producer, Paul. And I think he would just freak out. But yeah. I don't know. Almost like you're asking him to marry you. But. I know. I actually That's did okay. Sp- I okayed it with his wife too. I said, is it okay if I do this? Good. Well, he's got to check with the wife. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. <laughs>
0: I don't think we need the metronome.
1: Don't you hate when that automatically goes on? It makes me feel crazy. Where's the ticking coming from? I'm like, oh, I
0: have to speak in 90 beats per minute.
1: So, as you heard, I wanted to surprise Paul, and I got permission from his wife, Lena, who also contributes to the success of this show. I played him this recording. Thank you, honey. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Lena. (laughs) And thank you, Mike. Uh, I played him this recording right after we got super stoned before we went to a cannabis community event in Seattle called the Halo Sessions. So, Paul, I got to know what was going through your head when I played that. Did you know it was coming? <laughs>
0: so all right. So I had the idea that for first off, it was adorable, um, and it made me uh, it made me chuckle a lot with some tears.
1: Oh, like happy ones. <laughs> happy tears. Happy tears are good. Sad tears are okay, but happy ones are better. Happy, yeah,
0: I'll definitely choose the happy ones if I can. Uh, yeah, so it was it was great, and I'm looking forward to the journey because um, I think it's a wonderful um goal that that you have with this podcast well, and, and that
1: you share it too Absolutely. you know what I mean like you Absolutely. deal with stigmas all the time and I think Absolutely. like you know one that, this show definitely embodies is just trying to destigmatize the use of cannabis because it's such a great product and everyone should have the opportunity to, um, you know, pass the joint, not the judgment, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> that's how I like to think, anyways. So, mm-hmm. Paul, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, boy. Well, uh, I'm a. Uh... Do you want to say what you do? Did you even think that out? Oh, my goodness. I about that. That <laughs> Here's another stigma. Right? I like, I we have to think about, like, what do we do right? and will our bosses be mad? Right, exactly. That's a whole thing that's a problem.
0: Um, I will not necessarily say ex- the, inst- the institution where I work, but the one thing that I will say about um, people that I work with there is that they are uh, very supportive of cannabis, cannabis use. Um, and, uh, as I've been told, um, they look at it as, uh, it's basically responsibility. Like, mm-hmm. how do you, do you partake responsibly? Yeah. Um, which I do. So, um, that to me was a
1: yeah so different from usual from like the days wow. of having to like take drug tests before right you know a medial job where right, right for a job high. i didn't even want but i need to i need oh, i saw something the other day It was like i work so i can buy enough weed to go back to the job to like, <laughs> like work, it's like a cyclical my, thing right
0: because i can't grow it myself
1: right right
0: <laughs> the um yeah so i thought there was a. Uh, the, the, that was a, a beautiful thing. And that's actually one of the reasons I'm happy to be here in Seattle.
1: Me too.
0: Um, I am a large man of color. Um, yeah, you're like
1: six. <laughs> probably like six, six, five and five. change. I mean, like Mike, Mike, my husband is six, three. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I don't know when you guys stand together, it's just funny. Cause you're just two tall trees.
0: Yeah. We, we actually got uh, mistaken for, uh, Milwaukee box players once.
1: Really? I never heard this story. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Please tell me. This is awesome. <laughs> all right, so we, we so were, this was when we were all living in Milwaukee. This was
0: we were in Milwaukee. Um, I think Mike and I had just come from playing hoops at the courthouse gym, which we did quite often. It was fun. Shout out to Milwaukee County Sheriff's, if anybody's listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there was a... Um, uh, we happened, we were coming back. I think he was uh cat sitting for somebody, uh, pet sitting for somebody or something like that. And uh, we stopped into the building lobby, and uh, uh, a couple of people that came down the elevator were giving us these looks. And uh, one of them walked out, and I overheard him saying, Uh, yeah, I think they play. I
1: think they play. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome!
0: <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, eh. and the the best part about that story is it was when the Bucks were not particularly all that good, and I'm pretty and no sure one they, knew who you who were. Was like, we they probably... were just like
1: two tall dudes walking together. The commonality must be yeah. basketball. We were,
0: we were in <laughs> basketball gear, and I was like, oh, they must play for the Bucks. Oh, that's awesome! Um, about so I I I'm a, I'm also known as a i am like to call myself a lifelong amateur musician. Uh, an audiophile. I've been playing music or performing music or recording it in some form or fashion since I was a little kid. Um, I was also a little bit of a theater geek when I was younger. Um, And then I got into sports and that took a lot of that time away. Yeah. (laughs) So I work for a company that provides, um, repair and maintenance services for uh equipment. It allows me to be creative and think on my feet and troubleshoot and engage with people. Um one of the other things I like about the job is that um there is a culture uh, within this sort of next generation of technicians of people who sort of understand the strain and stress of that job of solving problems and making sure entire departments Well, and because the equipment
1: that you work on is pertinent to, the, like, the potential people's lives. Right. So that's, like, the key factor of, of, of the stress as yes. well.
0: Yes. So it's very nice to be able to, and there is a difference. It's it's very nice to be able just to sit back and uh, take a couple of hits and, and be able to sort of dial in exactly the mood and the frame of mind that uh, I'd like to sort of get into after work, um, which is great for me because some days – Um, there's a lot on my mind and a lot that I was dealing with. And um, to be able to kind of come home before my wife comes home and take a couple of hits of a specific strain. Uh, Matter of fact, this evening it will be Fat Panda Animal Mints. Mints with a Z, like
1: my skills. You see how that came full circle?
0: Mm, Delicious. Um, And, uh, you know, sit down, maybe work on some tunes or something I've been working on and kind of really just change my mind. Um, And then when my wife comes home, I'm in a great frame of mind, and we have a great evening together.
1: That's, like, so key, though, to manage the relationship of the stress and work and, like, stress at home. Mm -hmm. Because if you can't and if it comes home, you know, that can be so detrimental to, like, any relationship, a relationship with your wife, with your husband, with your kids, you know, I mean, with your dog. Paul's a proud... (laughs) pet dad, a dog dad. What's up, little Henry? And Henry. (laughs) Henry. (laughs) He's a dope little dog. He loves, he likes pot too.
0: Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, so I'm sure we are not alone in this. Um, My little dog, Henry, is a adorable Chihuahua Beagle Mix. So he is... Uh,
1: the calmest sm- of breeds. Yeah, <laughs> the totally. calmest and quietest all- of
0: breeds. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow he ended up becoming sort of mellow. I don't really know how that worked out. It's amazing. Gets
1: the pie,
0: <laughs> Probably, probably. A little secondhand smoke does wonders. Uh, but we, uh, when we were actually traveling across the country, he gets a little skittish sometimes. And um, he's very comfortable around his mommy and daddy and friends and family. But, um, it, you know, sometimes traveling puts him on edge or if he's around other dogs and stuff. And when we moved here... Um, we specifically gave him uh, CBD treats, and it was the best. He had the best time. He was relaxed the whole trip. He didn't worry. He was cozy up in the back seat.
1: Um, Just window down. He was dog head it. out.
0: That was the best. Tongue now. We've used it during Fourth of July and New Year's, and it's a it's a, it's a saver. I'll That's true,
1: because that can be really really stressful for a dog. Mm-hmm. With all of the loud booms. I just learned a really interesting fact that when, um, if your dog hesitates to go outside, its ears need to acclimate to the sound of the rain because they have such better hearing that it's apparently very, very loud for them. Oh. Isn't that kind of like a mind blower? I was like, I thought the dog's just being a dick and didn't want to go outside. Like, <laughs> so, I get it. I get it. It's wet. So that's but... very <laughs> it's
0: very appropriate <laughs> for Henry, actually, matter of fact. Right. That, that might explain a few things. Uh. Because when when the rainy season begins, he's always very hesitant. We used to assume it was purely body, right? Like he was, oh, no, it's raining, and he just didn't want to do with it. But,
1: oh, that could be interesting. Yeah. We never really know Hmm. until we know. (laughs) So we've gone off on a tangent. So yep. Paul Paul and I knew each other in Milwaukee. Yes. We are still friends here in Seattle yeah. somehow through marriages and on my end, three kids later. Oh. Who would have seen that coming? Nope. Not me. Nope. Not me. They're adorable though. They are. They're sweet. They're just a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do you want people who listen to our show to know about you?
0: Well, I am a proud cannabis user. And I've, at the sake of sounding haughty about it, at the risk of sounding haughty about it, I've been using cannabis since before. It was fashionably legal. (laughs) 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 Um, Because to me, it was just, it was a no-brainer. It was a great fit. Um, And I'm proud to be part of... Uh, this new movement of understanding, acceptance, and destigmatization, and in this you know little way, I'm I'm happy to be a part of sort of uh, uh, you know presenting another face or another perspective um, to something that for so long was the only thing most people ever knew anything about cannabis was all propaganda related. Totally. You know? um, so I, th- I think for me that's probably one of the biggest things is that uh, um, I love it and uh, <laughs> I use it.
1: Yeah, I mean those are two really good reasons We're pretty good, to right? do it. It's good.
0: <laughs>
1: Guys, life lesson.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so two things. If you love it and you like to use it, go ahead and
1: make a podcast about it. <laughs> 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 that
0: sounds like a plan. <laughs> Um, yeah, so actually,
1: so that's about, that's Paul.
0: That's me. Um, and we'll
1: learn more about you. Yeah. Just like we'll learn more about me. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's the nature. It's going to flow out of us. Right. Yeah. Maybe we can only hide similar. ourselves for
1: so much. I know. I know. I'm actually really bad with oversharing, so that should probably be fun.
0: <laughs> that's what editing's for. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's why you're here.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead. We're going to go to a break. Um, This is where we would put probably the most amazing plug
0: Mm. for
1: a business Mm. if we had sponsors. So hey, that's where you come in. If you you would like to sponsor our podcast, please email us at potmomspodcast at gmail.com I'm also going to plug all of our social media platforms. Um, We are on Instagram and Twitter with the same handle. It's at Pot Moms podcast. Um, we are on the newest cannabis related social media platform called Doobie.
0: Doobie. Doobie. Smoke a doobie. <laughs> Pass the doobie.
1: That's like um, cannabis related. It's, I know. It's almost like they planned it um, at Pot Moms. Uh, so follow us on there. We will be posting clips of the show as well as strains that we smoke and more information. Um yeah. And so I think we're going to take a break. Maybe get a little bit more honey and tea for the vocals. Mm, sounds good. And uh, and we'll be back. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.
0: The Pop Moms Podcast. It's the Pop Moms Podcast.
1: Oh, it's on. So, we're back. I'm Kate and i am the host of the pop mom's podcast this year marks the 20th birthday of the launch of a revolutionary machine the volcano vaporizer do 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 the volcano vaporizer was created in the 1990s in Marcus store's cellar a cellar is a fancy word for basement for anyone needing a translation Nice. Jürgen Bickel was Marcus Storrs' BFF. He was a German civil engineer specializing in potable water supply and treatment. He didn't like the harsh feel of smoke from local hash in Peru where he was working, and Stores hooked him up with another option, enter the volcano. These two guys figured out that they had stumbled onto something amazing, and they made the partnership official in 2002- and Storrs and & Bickle was born. In 2003, just one year after changing their relationship status to Taken, Stores & Bickle's hard work paid off when the company was awarded the Dr. Rudolph Eberly Prize for Outstanding Technical Innovation. Way to go, guys. We're proud of you. The next frontier of vaporizing occurred in 2007 when Stores & Bickle took the Volcano Digital this allowed for a pinpointed and more accurate temperature control. Nice. The volcano is a vaporizer. It takes ground up pot flour. And for those of you that don't live somewhere where pot is legal, flour refers to the delicious little nuggets that you see posted all over Instagram. I didn't know the term flower, and I honestly still feel kind of funny saying it sometimes um, because it just makes it feel like something that is so much more than it is. (laughs) But it's the flower of the pot, and that's what you use for the volcano. Oh, what's that? How does the volcano work, you ask? It uses total hot air confection to heat up the dry herb or oil material in the chamber. Convection heating doesn't heat the material up directly, rather it heats up by heating the air around them. The volcano's design makes it impossible to combust the herbs, ensuring that no flavor taints occur. The result is a fine mist, not smoke. Because there is no smoke created, there's no carbon monoxide or noxious byproducts generated. All that you get is the releasing of the essential flavor and aroma of your flower. Check it out and thank me later. The key differentiator is the heat level, which is below the point of combustion where smoke and the associated toxins are produced. Shortly put, you put a big balloon bag on there, you fill it up, and it's time to party! I sincerely hope that you've enjoyed this information provided about the origination of the volcano, and we want to wish it a really happy birthday, anniversary, whatever it is. You totally led the way, and you did it in such a big and innovative way that we want to give a shout out to you, the volcano, you the bomb. We can't wait to celebrate more birthday anniversaries with you. Hang tight as I get Paul back here, and we'll go ahead and keep having conversations about the things that we like about the volcano.
0: Pop mom's rule.
1: Check. Yay. And we're back. (laughs) Again, this is take two. (laughs) But only from a technical difficulty perspective. We got this. Okay. So I personally like the volcano because I feel like it's like a really cleaner way to get high. And I love the fact that you can share it with friends. Yes. Paul, Mm -hmm. why do you like the volcano?
0: Mm, Well, those are two very good reasons. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I also, I, I also like it because I feel like it's a, a little less obvious than you, you, you get the same, t- a similar uh, taste experience. Um, um, but without the, um, obvious smell at the end of it. Um, and I think that's a huge bonus. So it's great for, uh. Apartment Great dwellers. for dorms.
1: <laughs> Great for all you college kids listening. Let's bring in the vaporizer as the yeah the next new thing. Dump your jewels. <laughs>
0: uh, there's it's yeah it's a it's it's it flower in a pipe uh, or rolled up in a joint with a little bit of key for probably my not not probably those are my two favorite ways yeah. to partake, but. Um, a very, very, very close third is the volcano. And when I say very, very close third, we're talking minute details.
1: Well, and even, I even learned something when I was at your guys' house this past weekend is, if you smoke out of a clean pipe, it's a heck of a lot better than a non-clean pipe. <laughs> and so that's <laughs> also coming from a mom of three who does a lot of dishes. But um, I did not know. I Like I said, we were talking about kind of the throwaway culture of cannabis. Mm. And again, it might just be me. You know, if like you break a pipe, you throw it away. Or like, you know, now the new silicone ones, like those oh, yeah. kind of get gummed up pretty quick. And yeah. Paul, you actually told me a really good tip for how to keep your pot stuff clean. How do you clean your stuff?
0: Oh, okay. So there is, uh, I used to use the classic 420 uh, pre-made combination that you could get at most any good smoke or head shop around the country. Um, but uh, really, uh, as I think uh, the best way to do it, and the easiest way to do it, and the cheapest way to do it, in my opinion, is just using... Uh,
1: uh, isopropyl alcohol. Yes,
0: isopropyl alcohol. Usually 70% or higher, a little bit of thick kosher salt, and you basically create the same thing. Um, the alternative uh, I use, which a friend Matt told me about, was uh, lemon juice. Um, I also found that that works well in the silicone.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. I'll have to take all of the ones I have thrown in my backyard mm-hmm. and clean them up.
0: (laughs) It's a good idea.
1: Present them as new.
0: (laughs) That's actually, you know, since you said that, Kate, that's a, that's another great thing about the uh, volcano. Uh, by the way, we're not sponsored by, by volcano. But hey, if
1: you want to, hot moms (laughs) podcast at gmail.com. Link.
0: Um, yeah, you know, it definitely helps contribute to that or, or not contribute to sort of the throwaway culture. Um, you know the bags are reusable for a long period. A long of time, time. Long
1: surprisingly. Time. Yeah,
0: um, and uh, if you you know keep it clean and uh, don't overwork the heater, um, it lasts for a really really long time. Um, highly recommend it
1: but Yeah, I agree. I like it too. So Paul, okay, so were you like an early adapter? Like do you remember so the volcano's obviously been around for twenty years. And that's like that's like a lifetime. Like that's like that that volcano can almost drink. That could, that volcano can almost legally buy weed. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and um, so next year is the real big party that we'll throw for yeah. for the volcano. Um, maybe when we're sponsored by them next year. <laughs> um, so um, when did you start? Like, because I remember seeing them in college and just them being such a. Um, like, all the rich kids. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I'd occasionally get to smoke out of right. one of them at, like, a frat house. And I thought it was, like, the coolest thing because spending, like, $500 on something at that at that point it was, like, that was, like, my rent. Right. Like that wasn't something that was going to fly from a budgetary perspective, even at a good night after the bar.
0: <laughs> yeah, it seems so ludicrous, doesn't it? A friend of... Uh, mine and Lena's, uh, and uh, someone you know as well. Of,
1: they're man. like the king and queen of volcano, though.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> like way to They it. greet like... you
1: at the door with a bag, <laughs> like it's beautiful. It's pretty. The great. way they facilitate it is just that's the, it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the best way to put it. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. And I think that was the first time. Well, no, I know that was the first time both uh, Lena and I uh, used the volcano, and. Um, of course, the very first time uh, I tried to inhale off of it, I barely got anything. Because it's,
1: like, kind of tricky, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to, I... like, because the first time I did it, too, I was like, why am I sucking so hard? Like, this is, like, this is, this <laughs> is, me easy. I, I feel like my, my, my throat is, like, coming up through my mouth. This is not good. Um, but, yeah, you just, you have to make the little mouthpiece kind of go down. And, but once you get it, then you know, but.
0: You're in. <laughs> and it was, like, then that second time I took. Way too big of a hit because it's so clean, and it was so smoothed up until that point. I had only been smoking, you know, out of pipes or bongs or joints or blunts. And so I was used to a certain sort of level of uh, throat feedback, if you will.
1: Mm-hmm. Until, like, the, the preemptive cough. Right. <laughs> the
0: that one, it was just kind of like a, oh, I figured it out. Oh, now I'm hacking. Yep. Uh,
1: <laughs> the one thing that's funny about the volcano, too, um, just because, you know— um, coming from my perspective, like kids have questions Mm. and, um, the volcano is something that they see and they were like, Ooh, what's that? (laughs) So I'm just like imagining how it's going to play out, you know, like years down the road when they, you know, Mm. when it's, when it's the volcanoes. Okay. So my son is seven. So when it's the volcanoes, like 31st, Or, you know, older. 20, 20, no, 35th. fifth. Let's go look thirty five.
0: Thirty five. You know,
1: a middle aged volcano. I
0: think it has it in
1: it. Totally. I think mm-hmm. it does too. Um <laughs> Yeah, so if he'll be celebrating that, you know, it's just it's funny to think about, like, because if the, he's gonna put two and two together and be like, "Oh my God, my parents are like ripping volcanoes after I go to bed." <laughs> that's what that thing was. They I thought, thought it was, it like, was a, a Roman therapy. <laughs> 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 he's like, "What goes in there?" I'm like, "Herbs, herbs? <laughs> fragrant herbs." <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but that's part of the stigma too. Like, why can't I just tell him it's pot? You right, know, like right. he, it's it's all funny to like make your kid go have like. Get, you a beer, but like if you were like, go grab my bong, like child yeah. protective services would be banging on the door. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, like in Wisconsin, Ugh. like kids are allowed in bars. Yeah. Like I remember what the bar stools used to be like in West Allis, Wisconsin. Like it just you just know. I don't know. It's
0: just was so li- crazy. I was literally just having a conversation with uh, a customer of mine today. Uh, He's also uh, grew up or spent a a decent part of his early adolescence in uh, Wisconsin. His parents owned a uh, uh, getaway spot, if you will. So it was, you know, like a bar, uh, like a a, 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 a fishing boat rentals, you know, all that type of stuff uh, off the lake. Um, And uh, he was like five, six, seven years old. And he was actually working at the bar, like pouring people drinks and doing that type of stuff. Um, and it was like, you know, it's just, everybody's used to it. Right. It's just common. Just normal. Just normal stuff. Sorry to put you on blast, Wisconsin. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out WI. Hey, hey. Uh, So, yeah, but going back to the element of the volcano, I think one of the reasons why my lady and I really enjoyed, uh, and latched onto it, uh, the way we did was, um, because, you know, we lived in rentals. And, uh, you know, it, it's very difficult and cumbersome to, you know, try to, you know, hide the fact that you're smoking a bowl. even, uh, and, you know, and this was places where it wasn't really legal. But even in a state like Washington, where it's, you know, quote unquote legal, um, you know, we can't even we still can't smoke uh, right. quite often in rentals uh, or in some cases, even certain condo associations don't uh, allow you um, to have like actual physical smoke in right, the building, right? Um, and that's just another place where it's invaluable. Um, and yeah, the last, I like it. yeah, it's so good. The last thing I will say about the volcano too is, curiously enough, anybody I ever knew when I first started off, the couple of first couple times I ever smoked out of a volcano, they were people that had you know some money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, man, you know, here I was like sweating, just trying to get this sweet ass forty dollar bong.
1: I know. Right. <laughs> so sad.
0: Um, but what I will say is that I think we actually went, uh, you know, there's two different versions, if anybody, uh, those of you out there who don't know. Uh, there's the volcano, which is sort of the, the staple. It's the quality German-made well, engineering and products and such. Um, but um, there is also sort of more of a entry level, less expensive, um, let's say cousin um, of of that as well. And that was the first one we tried because it's you know like half the price. Um, in some cases, if you get on sales, like a third of the price. Yeah. And that was a great introduction. And once we we tried that, um, we used it. Probably almost daily or every other day, for the better part of about a year and a half, we burn out the motor, yep, um, and when I started looking into it, that's when I started to realize that like it's oh, worth it. It's, worth it's
1: actually it. worth that price tag. It's yep. got that German engineering. Yep, take that a thing on the Autobahn. <laughs>
0: I was like, so. Uh, again, we are not sponsored by Volcano at this point in time. Yeah, but, uh, we're just big fans. <laughs>
1: yeah, big fans. Thanks for doing what you do. I don't even know if you know that you do at Volcano. I know, but right? You do.
0: <laughs> They're actually an herb aromatherapy
1: <laughs> company. Like, why are all these people smoking pot? Holy cow! <laughs> I can't do a German accent. I, I know. I, I it was almost French.
0: I gotta work on it.
1: <laughs> oh my god! All right, Paul. Should we fire up the volcano? Yeah, let's do it. Wait, wait. Why don't you tell me a? Little little bit about what we're gonna be smoking. Ooh, so Paul's got like the perfect voice for like product descriptions. Why, well, thank you. And we talked about it too. Is we have to make sure that we are saying the strains before we smoke them. Yes. So if you notice a difference in our voice, it's on purpose. Uh. It's for you.
0: <laughs> so this particular evening, we're going to be partaking. Um, the strain is Animal Mints. With a Z, mints, um, which is a uh, animal cookies and cinnamon combination, uh, fatty pea, a.k.a. Fat Panda.
1: Hey, Fat Panda. Um, you guys rock. We like your stuff a lot.
0: Thank you so much. Um, it's looking really nice. It's very, very crystally, very dense But Oh,
1: yeah. You can see the crystals even just falling off on the bottom of this mm-hmm. container.
0: Um, so we're gonna go ahead and crack into this baby, uh, grind it up, put it in the volcano, partake a little bit, and, uh, we'll see you shortly.
1: Bye. The Pop Moms Podcast. It's the Pop Moms Podcast. Oh, it's on. And we're back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, that strain was delightful. Yes. I feel pretty relaxed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, I feel like my, my... I get numb right here, like, on my cheeks. Isn't that weird? Oh. So I feel like it's numb, but it's not, like, uncomfortably. Because sometimes when it's, like, almost heavy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not like that. Yeah, it's not. Super that, good.
0: Yeah, I think that's why I like this. More,
1: like, relaxed.
0: Yeah, I like this. That, that I think it's a great description of it. it just I think
1: it's, like, a, just a touch giggly, too. <laughs> like, I could probably laugh.
0: That is true. <laughs> Only if you wanted to, though. Only if
1: I wanted to. And not on my own joke. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, I enjoy it. It's got a really nice aroma. Now, I'm not going to try to get all crafty on it. We're not going to. But
1: he really is. (laughs) That's a horrible purpose, because you're lying. uh, Just a quick
0: tangent. Um, There's uh, someone I I, I knew in passing who ended up becoming a sommelier, um, and it completely made sense to me, because I remember one time we were having a conversation when I was bartending, uh, and uh, we were talking about the wine selection we had, and I was... I enjoy wine and I was conversing with him about why I enjoyed it. <laughs> and you know when you have a conversation with somebody and there's that moment where you're like, "Oh, I think I'm the child in this conversation." You're
1: like, oh, "This is like out of my league." <laughs> yeah. Like and I'm I'm in a conversation that is above my head.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that was. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I do not know how to describe wine." That's really funny. I was like, "Oh, it's got a very like light
1: but you would, like, <laughs> sing what the wine tasted like, Paul. That's like, probably, yeah.
0: mm, it's tasty. It's got... It's wet. Um, but this animal, it's, yeah, it's really... It's got a... Um, a scent to it that's... It really just, like, pulls you in, and it makes you want to grind it up, and then when you grind it, it just... It this fills This is, like, up a room. getting sexual. <laughs>
1: it's like, we need to change. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice got super low, like... next question
0: (laughs) just makes me uh. (laughs) yeah that happens (laughs) but uh I highly recommend it. I, you, I you like too, it. Reckon? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely for someone uh, who's a regular smoker.
1: Yeah, or nighttime. <laughs> yeah, it's or definitely nighttime. better served nighttime. Yeah, that's definitely. Like, a I don't nighttime. know if I'd want to go on a walk right now.
0: No, you no. Know? Yeah, this is not per- super active. This is perfect for no this. exploring. No, <laughs> no.
1: This is like <laughs> I'm gonna be safe sitting in my closet. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Talking on a bike, watching TV, chilling. Yeah. Mm, yeah cool. actually, I'm gonna smoke a little bit of that later on when I get home because it's yeah, perfect for sure mm-hmm.
1: that's true.
0: Uh, yeah, so that was our uh, partaking via the volcano segment. I hope that informed you a whole lot on why you should go get or and try animal mints.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's um, a great strain mm-hmm. you'll enjoy it. Awesome. Well, this is Kate. This is Paul. And we're signing off from the Pot Moms Podcast. Oops. Pot Moms Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Remember to keep blazing and stay amazing. Peace. Bye. fantastic because you get to have a super, super secret inside view of what our next episode is going to be about. It's going to be called The Dance. The Dance is about all of the things that you have to do to find out whether or not a new acquaintance or a coworker or really anyone um, smokes pot. So stay tuned for some stories with us about some situations we've gotten ourselves into and good one-liners and tips Um, we're also going to be playing a new game it's called real or fake strain Um, we've seen some pretty outrageous strains come down the line and so we're going to see if you guys can tell which ones are the real ones and which ones are the fake ones as always, thank you guys for listening. Hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, any of these places. Please follow us on Twitter. I promise to get better at Twitter. Um, Instagram, we are on both that and Twitter at, at Pot Moms Podcast. Um, We have our Facebook group up and running as well. We are on Patreon for anyone looking to give us some financial stability, as well as uh, Doobie, which is at Pot Moms. See you guys. Thanks for listening. And stay tuned for this super, super secret preview from next episode
0: about um I, I didn't go so far as to ask him if he actually partook of cannabis or anything like that I, I, I try not to necessarily bring stuff up like that at work
1: Ooh, that's what we can have a next episode be about Ooh. the dance oh i the like dance it of trying to figure out of why or like yeah. how, whether or not people say yes. that